This is a podcast from Cambridge Assessment. For more downloads, visit cambridgeassessment.org.uk. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Um, at this point in, in my career, um, I'm the director of this project, um, the Nile Egyptian Schools. Now, the Nile Egyptian Schools within Egypt is um, something a little bit different than all the other schools that we have, whether we're talking about government schools, international schools, or um, bilingual education schools. Um, for many years in Egypt, there's been an urgent need for education reform. Um, education within Egypt has a lot of question marks, and a, re a lot needs to be done. And we realize that, and there have been several attempts at reform. But the point is that when you come and try to reform and take it a piece at a time, for example, let's reform the curriculum or let's um, reform the teaching methodology. And a lot of investment goes into the methodology or the curriculum, but the examinations remain the same, then you're doing very little. It doesn't happen. The reformer methodology seems to fall apart as long as the examination system doesn't reflect it. And this is a major problem and a major challenge. And we've seen how it collapses over the years within Egypt. It just doesn't work. If you want reform, you have to reform the whole system. We were very lucky with this project because this project was commissioned by the Prime Minister in Egypt. And the, through the Education Fund, which is quite a big fund that, um, that, that works on several projects in the terms of education, so here we have the money to do something, and the decision was made that we will take a complete and different, fresh, fresh look at um, the school system within Egypt. Having said that, one of the advantages was that we were not under the umbrella of the Ministry of Education, therefore, we could avoid all the pitfalls of the Ministry of Education. One of the main pitfalls in the Ministry of Education is that um, the whole system within Egypt is very much an examination-geared system where both teachers and students are slaves to textbooks. Whatever the textbook is, that's what we're going to master because the questions in the exam will come from this textbook. And the end result is that the students do, do brilliantly in their school leaving certificates and go on to university, collapse and fail. You see, it's not maintained because the learning didn't take place. Preparation for an examination took place. That's it. So within the Nile Egyptian schools, we try to avoid that, and that's why we resorted to the CIE in Cambridge to help us in terms of the curriculum, but at the same time, 
to, ha to help us have an assessment system that is in line with this curriculum and with the fresh look at the curriculum. So we needed both. You have to have the curriculum and the assessment system. We, we realize that for our, our purposes at least, we cannot and will not separate them. They have to go hand in hand. The curriculum reform and um, the assessment. Um, within the vision of the Nile Egyptian schools, we're creating a new system in terms of the curriculum, the assessment, and the certification. We are hoping that the certification, when students graduate, um, will be nationally within Egypt and internationally recognized. And that's what we're working towards. Um, in our system, it's standard-based standards, Egyptian standards and international standards. We're hoping that our curriculum, in fact, so that you know that the schools have been in operation for just over two years now. They have actually started. And um, in spite of the fact that we're going through a lot of political changes within Egypt, and in fact, more or less, we don't have a government at this point in time. The government is shifting all over the place. Anyway, um, people like ourselves in, in charge of such big projects that have been heavily invested in, I mean, we have been in touch with the military and with the people in power, but um, we have been given clear instructions that education will not be touched in terms of funding. And to go on with our project, it has to go on because it is um, um, in related to education for reform. Any government that comes in at the end of the day will not touch any attempts at education reform. So that's the status. So in spite of the differences in politics, um, education will continue to be a focus and it won't be touched. Anyway, so we have a system here that we're hoping it's standards-based and that it will be a positive experience for students. And one of the important things within the Nile Egyptian schools is the balance that we're trying to create between English and Arabic. The Nile Egyptian schools does not represent a pilot for a national system. It provides a pilot for a bilingual system, which we have a lot of in Egypt, bilingual schools. So the balance here is we hope that the students will graduate with equal competence in English and in Arabic. And um, in terms of the, um, what happens within the classroom, that they learn, that they achieve the learning outcomes that are supposed to be um, achieved, they become independent thinkers and creative thinkers. And all this is done through a system of accountability, which is, of course, related to the assessment. 
Having said that, we have the curriculum with the design overview, we have a framework, and we have teaching guides. The teaching guides are for each of the subjects that they study. There is, are no textbooks. There are no assigned textbooks because we want to avoid what was happening. Because once there's a test, textbook there, <clears throat> Both students and teachers will be slaves to it. So we have avoided that in agreement with um, Cambridge. We have no assigned textbooks, but we have um, the guides that guide them to a, a teaching guide that will guide the teacher to use several different resources. As you can imagine, this is a really a challenge because our teachers are recruited from the system, so they have to go through an awful lot of training. And this is provided by Cambridge and by us. We do it together, but mostly by Cambridge. So the teachers go through an intensive teacher training so that they know how to teach um, the curriculum and um, they take part in the assessment. But it's not only the methodology and the teacher training. We have to train the parents. The parents also need an awful lot and we train them and we talk to them um, because, so that they don't expect what they traditionally get within schools. When will the students start to write? When will my son be able to do this and do that? We're, we're following a different system. And in following a different system, you have to meet so many challenges. And the parents are one of the challenges. And they have to learn what it is we're doing. So in terms of the assessment, all of a sudden, here we have a lot of progressive tests, progressive assessments. Within the Egyptian system, it's always high stakes. Summative assessments are very important high stakes. Within the Egyptian, the Nile Egyptian schools, it's a bit different. So teachers have to learn about it, students have to learn, and parents have to learn, which is a big um, challenge. But um, it's not always successful, and there are lots and lots of challenges, but we try to overcome them by explaining. And we do have high-stakes assessments, and that's obviously in grades 10, 11, and 12. This is where we have the high stakes. On the way, it's mostly progressive tests. We do have in grades 5 and in grade 8 um, what we call summative assessments, which is more or less preparing them for the high-stakes assessments in grades 10, 11, um, and 12. Now, um, Jennifer, which button do I press for the map? She's not here. Maybe it's this one. I did the enter. I, ha I just have a map to show you where the schools are. There it is. Okay, this is just to give you an idea of the location of the schools. Now, the red stars 
are the Nile Egyptian schools that, we were, that were built specifically for um, this new system. You can see that they're spread throughout Egypt. So it's not happening only in Cairo. You see, in other cities too, we have, we have two in Cairo, because Cairo is huge, you see. So on both sides of Cairo, we've got one on each side of Cairo. In, in Port Said, in Minya, and in Upper Egypt, in Qina. This is where they exist now. Um, over the years, I mean, they've only been functioning, as I said, for nearly two years. But in these two years, many people are talking about them and there's a lot of interest. So the green stars represent um, where there are people who want to fund um, their building schools and they want to um, build the schools according to the NES um, specifications because we have our own specifications and they want to franchise the curriculum. Um, these are only potentials because up until now we have kept the Nile Egyptian schools very protected. We do not announce or talk to people about our curriculum or anything. They hear about it from each other. So we're only going to start opening out and talking to people and showing them a little bit about the new curriculum and our assessments um, this year. If I'm going on too much, tell me, because I'm... I have attended, I'm a teacher, and I've attended to forget myself, but I will finish the expansion. <laughs> um, now, the interest in Nile Egyptian schools are not limited to within Egypt. Um, we're working towards NGOs taking charge of the schools. We will not allow the Ministry of Education to take charge. We hope we will be recognized by the Ministry of Education within Egypt. And at this point in time, we are negotiating with the Supreme Council of Universities for admission to university. And we, it seems, in terms of our negotiations, that we're not going to have a problem, that the universities will admit graduates of the Nile Egyptian schools. And we expect to have graduates in a few years' time, because what we do is we inject students on the way. We have a big challenge with the students injected because um, due to the political situation in Egypt, you can imagine that last year, for example, um, schools were closed most of the school year. So when they're injected into the NES system, they have missed out on a lot of the work that they're supposed to have covered. This year, um, in public schools, we have a lot of democracy now and we have elections and all that, but who pays the price for the voting and elections? They are the schools, because the schools are used as election polls where you go um, for the voting. So if we have elections, the schools are closed. 
So the injected students are a real challenge. But anyway, um, um, to make a long story short, we hope to get recognition from the Supreme Council. And once we have recognition, we'll know that um, how the students are going to be admitted into Egyptian universities. And that's very important before we worry about um, international university admission. So we're looking for... Um, NGOs to be responsible um, for the schools and um, we have lots of offers and I have to tell you I mean millions and millions in terms of funding they're ready to fund and help um, one of these NGOs is called Masr al-Khair, and in fact, in fact, one of the people on the steering committee, um, he's an owner of over 110 language schools within Egypt, and he wants to franchise the, um, the NES curriculum. Of course, we're not thinking of franchising at this point in time. We are in partnership with the CIE, and we have to work out how we're going to franchise to other schools um, within Egypt, but it's not only within Egypt. We have in them from the Emirates, from Doha, from I, Saudi I Arabia, I people who... A whole, a whole new... A whole new thing. Whole new They're area. interested, but we're not doing anything about it, practical about it. Before we do that, we are commissioning research research into how well the curriculum is actually working, what, what are the pitfalls, where do we need to um, review things. So we're working on research now. We've got researchers, whether it's in Cambridge or in Egypt, and some of them will be I'm working afraid, together. I'm afraid, Dr. Tuba, I'm going to have to ask you to finish. Yes, I have, I have, in fact, finished. <laughs> and um, they'll be working together to show what's good and what's bad about this curriculum. I'm sorry. Sorry I went over time, but I do have some maps here if you want to pick up a map to show where the Nile Egyptian schools are, and thank you.